Gracious Losers Podcast, episode 25. I'm Paul. I'm Casey. And uh, I apologize to our listeners tonight because we had publicized that we were going to have a very special guest on the night, uh, Dan Morang from uh, Blazers Outsiders, NBC Sports Northwest, Blazers Edge contributor and host of their podcast. Uh, Poor Danny got the flu today. So, yeah. That time of year. um, That time of year. uh, With a flu shot, he said. Yeah. So, double whammy for old Danny Morang. Um, but, uh, I've been talking to him tonight a little bit, uh, while he's been laying in bed trying to recuperate and, uh, we're going to reschedule hopefully for the end of the month. So we will have Dan Morang on at some point to talk about Blazers with a Blazers outsider. Yeah. But in the meantime, that means we kind of had to scramble a little bit tonight. So we're going to play a couple games. We're going to talk about some current events. Uh, but first we're going to talk about beer. What are we drinking? Sure. Um, what are we drinking? Well, earlier tonight I, I, so I, um, I talked a little bit about the Tabor uh, gift I got last podcast. So it arrived, and I got a bunch of really great beers. Um, so my favorite of the bunch is from Anchorage Brewing Company. It's called Wake the Others, which is like a 10% triple IPA. Um, it was excellent. It was just like a, a, like it was thick. It was like a just a great juicy IPA, like a great. Yeah. Um, it was like, hazy. It was a hazy, yes. Yeah. Super thick, super flavorful. Uh, mm-hmm. not too boozy for being a 10%er, 11%er. Um, so that one's great. That was my great, my favorite of the night. We have, we've had several others. Um, what about yourself? What, what have you enjoyed? I mean, that one was my favorite one. Yeah. We, unfortunately, I think we started with the best beer we're going to have. Yeah, we did. Uh, with that one. Right now we're drinking, uh, from Single Cut, uh, Beer Smiths out in Astoria, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, it is called Softly Spoken Magic Spells. Yeah. I think it was really good too. Um, it's in a hazy, it's a hazy, it's, uh. I mean, it's a good hazy. We had uh, a, a couple more local beers. We had uh, Hazy Legs from Migration here in Portland. Yeah. Uh, and we had... Uh, big Dumb Face. Big Dumb Face from, from our, our friends at Matchless. And tris, Triceratops. Tri, yeah, Triceratops. I'm not sure what Triceratops what is off the top of my head. I don't either. Casey's going to look at the can. I'm going to look, but don't don't wait for me because... No, no, no. I mean, we have uh, we also have a, a magnanimous IPA from our friends over at Fort George. Sure. Uh, Wild Leap Brewing Company Alpha Abstraction Double IPA. That is uh, a brewery in LaGrange, Georgia. Shout yeah. out to our homies in Georgia. The only people I know in Georgia are the Lehu family, if you're listening. Yeah. Hi, Lehu. And, and I don't know if we can get to this one because it's, it's a imperial stout. Um, that might be one we drink another time. Yes, uh, but it's called Don Hands. It's a rainbow cookie imperial stout, um, and it sounds like it's really good from what I've heard. From uh, I don't know, I can't find it on here. Just just forget it. <laughs> it's from somewhere cool. Let me see. Let me, sure. see, let me see. You the take can a look. Real, let me see the can real quick. It's I, a, I it's a beautiful can. It is. It's got a yeah. It's got some rainbow. It's an eleven percenter. It. Yeah. It's. Um, Looks like it is from Destination Unknown Beer Company. And that's it. Destination Unknown. We don't that's know where it's from. Legitimately the name of it. And it is, uh, it's brewed with chocolate, raspberry, and almonds. And that is in uh, Bayshore, New York. There you go. So this one's supposed to be good. Maybe that's so, for another time. But <clears throat> yeah, it's intriguing nonetheless. So um, quick, before we get started into the, the, the sports content, uh, did you watch any of the Golden Globes last night? I watched none of it, but I yeah. kept tabs on who won. Yeah, um, I kept I kept tabs so, a little bit. I watched a little, a tiny bit of it yeah. with Melissa. What 1917 won for best? 1917 picture? was cleaning up, man. I'm very curious to watch that movie. Comes and then out Friday. for best comedy musical, it was uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, which was incredible movie. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I mean, there was a lot of things I, I strongly disagreed with, like sure. uh, Renee Zellweger winning best actress for Judy. 
Okay. Who rules Judy Garland? Uh, that was who who are you hoping to win that one? Uh, I mean, I haven't seen all the movies. Yeah. But I did see Bombshell, so I was yeah. I was hoping for Charlize Theron um, because she Great was actress. In, yeah. incredible. Yep. Um, and I'm this I'm not a Zellweger fan. Man, I haven't liked her in anything. She got up on there on on for her uh, her speech and it, she sounded drunk. She sounded like a fake Southern accent. I know she's from Texas, but she's never had a Southern accent in any interview. Huh. And she was talking like this and slurring a lot, and, and she, she was, was trying to make fun that night. I mean, she whatever. was trying to make some some point that I think she thought was very. Meaningful, meaningful and poignant, and it just kind of sounded like it, it. It's not about the award; it's about the the journey and the work of the journey to, to get the award. And okay, so you like, don't like Renee Zellweger? What the hell are you talking about? Like, yeah, Fair enough. Whereas yeah. Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor for, heard, for Joker, yeah, about um, and he generally is kind of a a, a shit show when it comes to <laughs> live mics. Yes, he is. Um, but he actually had a lot of good things to say. I mean, he talked about getting off your ass, Hollywood, and stop taking your private jets to Palm Springs and do something. Make change in the world. Help sure. Australia. Yeah. Don't just talk about it. Let's help it. Let's, you know, and, and, of course, as soon as he started talking, any kind of political talk, that you know, the piano started playing. Yeah. Like, Get yeah. off the stage. Yeah. yeah. yeah but, it's unfortunate. Um, the Globes, <clears throat> excuse me, the Globes, in my opinion, definitely... A forgettable awards show. Oh sure. I will say Brian Cox won for Succession. That made me really happy. That's great, man. And best uh, drama as well. And best drama, which That's it absolutely should have. Yeah. Um, so there's good and bad there, but um, I mean the Oscar noms come out soon. Yeah, very so excited. To that'll see that. be when we really start kind of. They're gonna be a little different, but getting um, into it. Yeah. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is how incredibly awful we are at predicting playoff games. <laughs> yeah. But so. to be fair, I think I think that we are fairly on point with the consensus. Fairly on point. We and, uh, we were to a certain extent, a certain degree. Yeah. Um, and the, the only reason I think that we were on point with, with the consensus, like you said, is is that the, the the lines in Vegas kind of modeled what we were looking at. Sure. Yeah. And we were wrong. We picked all four games wrong. All four wrong. Um, so now we talked last week about do they reseed or like, do they not reseed? Well, they do yeah. reseed. We find that yeah. out because two six seeds won. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so now we go into the divisional round. Yeah. And this is really where we're going to see some contrast of styles. We're going to see some. Sure. So I, I think all four matchups are, are pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, which I agree. Is, which is great. Um, AFC, the Titans knocking off the Patriots on a pick big. six, which is an, an incredible. Yeah, Derek Henry ending. just running over that defense. Um, Ryan Tannehill looking like Ryan Tannehill that we know, yeah, <laughs> just not being effective at all. Yep. But they they played stout defense. They ran Derrick Henry. They didn't turn the ball over. Yeah, there it is. Uh, so the Titans now get to travel to Baltimore to play a not playoff tested Ravens team. Yeah. So this is going to be the interesting test here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is how healthy is Mark Ingram? Yeah. And can Lamar Jackson turn it on under against a really good Titans defense, yeah. underrated Titans defense, with the bright lights in the playoffs? Sure. I think they can. I think the Ravens win this game pretty handily. I, yeah, I think so, too. Um, I think they're, they're good enough, that, and obviously Harbaugh's been there enough that he's, I think yeah. he's going to prepare them. Quite well. I'm well, and they have, they have, in my opinion, the best kicker in football yeah. as well, and Justin Tucker. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that, uh, w- this time of year, kickers matter. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yes, so. they do. And people will say, well, the Titans took out the Patriots. Like, this is not the Patriots of old. <laughs> no. This is finally the year when everyone's saying, like, the Patriots are finally done, and they were. Yes. Yeah. 
they're just not a good team anymore. They have a lot of issues. Yeah. This and, might, and this might have been the end. So, because, you know, that happens. All dynasties come to an end. All dynasties die. <clears throat> yep. Um, the other side, I think, is a really intriguing matchup. The Texans um, somehow found a way to win the, the home playoff game against yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo. I was surprised by this because I really thought Buffalo was going to be. Well, Buffalo was up 16 nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Josh Allen forgot how to play quarterback. Yeah. And they gave Houston the ball. Then mm-hmm. Houston made a couple big plays, and then yeah. it all just snowballed from there. Sure. Um, Josh Allen made a couple plays in this game that were so indefensibly stupid. Yeah. And coupling that was that the game was on ESPN, so you had to listen to the Monday Night Football crew do it. Oh, the worst. And hearing Booger McFarland. The absolute so, worst. The so absolute three worst. things I heard Booger say. <laughs> There's one of my know which one it is. So you, there, there was yeah. the one where he said they were, um, it's when the Texans were down by five. They scored a touchdown, they were down five. And he said, I think they need to go for two here to make it a three-point game. Okay. Okay, that, that's what happens when you're yeah. down five. You go for yeah. yeah. I mean, thank you, Booger, for doing the math for us. It pissed yeah. me off. That's me nitpicking on Booger McFarland. Sure. There. The second yeah. thing is when it's a third down. Was it the third and ten one? Yeah. At the third end, and ten end game. Yeah, and he says, "I think they need to run a quick draw and then spike <laughs> it the was ball." Like Twelve seconds left in the fourth yeah. quarter. And then spike yeah. the ball. Okay, so you run a quick draw on third down. It's fourth down. You spike the ball. You turn the ball on downs. Yeah. Turn the ball over on downs. Yeah. Come on, Booger. It's simple stuff. Yeah. Simple stuff. The other one he said, um, I forgot the other one he said. No. But it was something. Oh, it's, I really I really appreciate. He said it like four different times during the game. I really enjoy and appreciate the poise and the calmness of Josh Allen. Okay. As Josh Allen scrambles for 20 yards in the fourth quarter and inexplicably chucks the ball over his head trying to lateral when there's no reason sure. to do it. Well, yeah. Not to mention... All the bad throws he made, like throwing in the double coverage to his fullback and overthrowing him by 15 yards. Sure, yeah. Like well, th- this was the Josh Allen in the second half of this game that what, the critics have come out Josh and said Josh Allen has great. always been a little bit like that. He, he always misses those really easy He's a short passes. He's yeah. a gunslinger, sure, but and, I, and he hasn't been in this situation. I don't know if this is going to be Josh, Josh Allen from here on out or in the future or not, but uh, maybe he'll learn from this because, you know, this was the bright lights were on him, and he and he, he did not produce well. So had a good first half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but when I it, think it came down to it, young it. young football teams. I would say the Buffalo Bills are aside from Frank Gore are a young football team. Sure. Um, Singletary looked good. They they need to be battle tested. Yeah. And this might have been the lump they need. They were there. They got hit. Yeah. They come back stronger. Sure. That's the part that kind of worries me a little bit about Baltimore is only because they've never been there before, and I wonder yeah, if Lamar so Jackson has a hiccup anywhere. I mean. I just wonder if there's a hiccup somewhere. There might be at some point. but you know, I don't think there will be. I don't think there will be against the Titans. Maybe against the Chiefs. I mean, I, I don't see yeah. the Texans beating the Chiefs, to be honest. I think it goes one of two ways. It's either the Chiefs blow them out. I think it's going to be that. Or the Texans win a close game. Because have, it's the Texans have the ability, and we've seen it all season long, is if they can get Hopkins and Fuller on the field at the same time, sh- yeah. they can score. Sure. In the blink of an eye. And Deshaun Watson finds a way. And this is... Sure. The reason this game is so intriguing to me is it's two of the three best young quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, And I think it's going to be really exciting to see Watson and Mahomes duel. Yeah, but at the same time, the Texans just don't play well in the playoffs. No. Their defense stinks. Their defense... But I mean, in general, just in the past, they have just have not played well in the playoffs. Mm. Um, Why is that? Is that coaching? It could be. I think it's Bill O'Brien. I think he's a horrible coach. I think he's a horrible coach, too. They've had pretty... Well... You know, it's, I mean, it might be a mix because they've, they've had pretty 
average teams, and he's always seemed to get the most out of them. But it seems like when they're most they're most healthy, he does not get the most out of them. They've won two sense. playoff games ever. Yeah. One was this last game against Buffalo, yeah. and one was against the Raiders when the Raiders had to start Connor Cook. Yeah. That quarterback. So that and tells that's, you. That's rough. Um, the NFC. Yeah. Um, absolutely did not go the way I thought it would. Um, so Carson Wentz gets knocked out of the game. The Eagles really just can't find their feet on offense yeah. with Josh McCown. God, too God, much, he tried. Man. I mean, he just, tried. It just too too. They they've lost too much this whole year, <clears throat> yeah. and it's it's kind of a miracle they actually made the playoffs. So the Seahawks move on, which is not horribly surprising, but it's. You know, but it was a little bit of a surprise to us. Yeah. Um, so the Seahawks move on. I thought that meant they were going to go to Santa Clara play the Niners. No. No. Because Minnesota proved again that Sean Payton very overrated as a head coach. Sure. He got his one Super Bowl. What has he done besides that yeah. and getting knocked out of the playoffs? So, and he was bad. Yeah. His coaching decisions were were they bad? bad I was not game. able to watch this game. Uh, Adam Thielen finally looked healthy. Yeah, and that's again big. when you got and quick. Um, when you got team, when you got Thielen and Diggs out there, and when you, I, I don't know if they like focused on Diggs more and Thielen just ripped him up, or it didn't matter. But that, that's a lot of weapons on offense. Thielen and Cousins he, looked great. I think Thielen caught like seven of nine yeah. targets. Okay, so I mean, yeah. he was. That's great. Well, they played him in the slot where they need to play him. Yeah, I mean, that's, where, just, that's, that's what he is. Yeah. Um, but they look good. So Minnesota goes to San Francisco. Where the Niners are uh, arrested and ready, and they're getting yeah. Quan Alexander back, I see. That's right. Yeah. That's big. And uh, the Vikings. So who does that mean? Does that mean Greenlaw sits? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to cycle him in half and half. Probably. Honestly. Because, I mean, yeah, he hasn't played in so well, long. Well, Greenlaw's played so well, too. Yes. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, but the Vikings do a lot of things that the Niners don't defend well against, like run the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in a, a zone run, which is what Dalvin Cook really is. He's, he's a strong yet quick runner. Sure. Um, they also are very good at the intermediate routes. Yeah. And that's where Thielen and Diggs, mm-hmm. really, that's their bread and butter. Diggs has been used a lot as a deep threat this year, which is not necessarily his no, strong I mean, suit. He's, he's been a, really he's good at it. He's one of the best uh, route runners in the league. So yeah. it's like you can... You can do whatever you want. You can kind of put really. them anywhere. Yeah. Um, but they're both great routers. I think when when push comes to shove, Kirk Cousins is going to find a way to screw this up. He might, but uh, you know he showed his medal last game. Yeah. 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 Niners defense, I think, is better than the Saints defense. That's true. And you got a head coach in Shanahan who coached Kirk Cousins and knows his tendencies, so mm-hmm. I think that helps them. Um, Seattle at Green Bay, man. This one, like. You, you want to think a playoff game in Lambeau against Aaron Rodgers is a given for the Packers, but LaFleur has never been there mm-hmm. as a coach, and the Seahawks just have that swagger. They do yeah. have that swagger. Um, I think it's going to be a good I game. I think it's going to be, be a really game. competitive yeah. game. The Seahawks aren't really a team that get blown out. Um, they no, they're kinda, not. They kind of just grind it out, and if if like you, like we talked about last week, if they get behind, they're not really coming back. Yeah, but, but they'll slow everybody. They'll slow them down, at yeah. least. I um, will say they do. Green Bay has a really good physical corner, Jair Alexander, mm-hmm. who I think if they decide to shadow Tyler Lockett, it's going to put a lot of pressure on DK Metcalf. He looked really good. He last looked game, though. really good last game. But it, of course, it's the Philadelphia. It's the Philadelphia secondary, secondary which is arguably the worst in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, because of injuries. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be a really good uh, divisional yeah. round. Um, 
I, I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited for I it. I don't think the Packers defend tight ends really well, so you might want to watch, you know, like like the tight end game there, Hollister, yeah. who's shown flashes against teams that don't defend the tight end well. Well, in Green Bay, actually, this year was fairly bad, really bad, I would say, most of the year against defending the run. Sure. Um. So it's an opportunity for for Homer and Lynch, Lynch, Lynch if they yeah. want to just beast mode. And the, the weather, yeah, I haven't looked at the weather in, in Green Bay to see yeah, what it's going to be like, but it it could be nasty. Yeah. And if it's nasty, then it's going to be hard to throw the ball. Yeah. So it might end up being one of those games where whoever makes the least amount of mistakes wins the game. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm just checking the weather. Are you looking quick. at it right now? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, it's going to be like 55 and sunny. <laughs> That'd be, well, I wouldn't be surprised, but... I mean, you never know. Um well, I could look at this forever. I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. finding the right one. So you keep, keep it's fine. Going. Yeah, it's fine. Um, the other big NFL news of the the day is Dallas made a quick decision on a head coach this yeah. morning. Like, um, yeah, they, they. I know Garrett. His contract wasn't up, but they really, they really let that one go for like a good week. Like Garrett's still on the premises. Garrett's still hanging out. And talking. Yeah. It's like, what, what are they gonna do here? I mean, like, uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they pounced. Sure. Early this morning. Right on McCarthy. On Mike McCarthy. Former. The, uh, the former Green Bay coach, former offensive coordinator for my Niners. Um, I uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I, yeah, I, I kind of I I talk myself into both sides of the coin. So okay. I, part of me says, okay, Aaron Rodgers says he's the dumbest coach he's ever, sure. <laughs> he's ever one had. Of, yeah, one of the dumbest coaches. He has a really low football IQ, which is... <laughs> it's. A, that's something you worry about a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. So the and the guys, but the guy will implement like a West Coast kind of offense, like quick quick passes, which is right up Dak Dak Prescott's alley, right? You think? I, I, I feel know. like Amari Cooper and and Gallup would would benefit from that. I think so as well, especially Cooper. Um, they still have under contract now, whether they retain them or not, they still have under contract Kellen Moore and John Kitna. Yeah. Um, I've heard some rumors that Moore will stay, but yeah, I think it's a smart move. Yeah. Um, he's bringing in Mike Nolan, former uh, head coach in San Francisco and former defensive coordinator in uh, multiple places. But uh, he was just most recently the linebackers coach in New Orleans, um, who brings a, a pretty aggressive style yeah. of defense, which I think will help suit that defense quite a bit. It's a talented defense. Yeah. Um, who just weren't getting what they needed out of it. I don't know if that's really necessarily on Chris Richard sure. or the defensive staff there. Um, so part of me hates it because Aaron Rodgers hates the guy, and I, I tend to respect Aaron Rodgers. But part of me also thinks, you know, Aaron Rodgers is kind of a dick. He's kind of a diva, and he's yeah. kind of hard to get along with. And when sure. things got bad, I, you know, Rodgers kind of threw him under the bus, and um, they kind of ran him out of there pretty quick. Now I think it was warranted. I think his time was over there. Yeah, yeah. But they kind of threw him under the bus pretty hard and, and got rid of him. The other part of me thinks like, okay, well, Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And he did it with a pretty crappy defense and an elite quarterback. Yeah. Right? Sean Payton won a Super Bowl with a decent defense and an elite quarterback. So what's the real difference between Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton necessarily? Sean Payton's an innovator on offense. Sure. But realistically, Mike McCarthy had a massive winning record in Green Bay. Yeah. He went to, I think it was three or four NFC it, title games. I mean, he can't be that dumb if it's... He can't be that bad. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think it was a smart hire. I think if you're looking for a guy with experience, the most experienced, best resume coach on the market, 
was sure. Mike McCarthy. Okay. Um, I'm more concerned with the tweet from Adam Schefter that says that he stayed the night <laughs> yeah. at um, Jerry Jones's house. At Jerry Jones's house. Yeah. And uh, when you stay the night at Jerry Jones's house, you know he gets his man. Yeah. What the hell does that even mean? I don't know what that means. Like, what did Jerry Jones have? <laughs> like, like I hear something like that, and I immediately think, oh my god, like what happened there? Like, did, like lock the contract in? Like, what yeah. did he like? Oh, gross, right? Yeah. But then the other part of me is like. You know, I think like Jerry Jones is almost like so stupid and playful that he was like, you know, had like cowboy silk pajamas for McCarthy and like <laughs> and like could, little star shaped pancakes thinking, in the morning and like I was thinking more like like a like a an amazing dinner with like all the best booze or whatever and and dessert and all that shit. But I, yeah, yeah, sure, Dallas Cowboys silk pajamas. I like that too. I think I think he's why like, not? I mean, like like here, have these. You know, like a little laid like, out like, on the bed, like with, a white which, noise machine that plays like like soothing, like you know, poster like, of Troy Aikman on the wall behind him. He's like, you will stay here. Exactly, exactly. That's the exactly like you know, just it's the voices of you Emmett know, Smith is there. Cowboy coaches out. of the past yeah. is saying, hey. "You will coach here." <laughs> like. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't think it's that bad of a hire, honestly. I really don't know the alternative. No, it could have been worse. It, it sure could have been uh, Jeff Fisher. Yeah, Jeff Fisher, which they Marvin apparently Lewis. called. Yeah, Marvin Lewis. Who's yeah? Mm-hmm. What was, what was the report I saw that if they were to hire Marvin Lewis, he was going to bring Hugh Jackson along? <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, please God, let this happen, please let this happen. Uh, and then Hugh Jackson is at Arizona State. State now, right? No, that's. Um, wow. Who is it? It's Herm Edwards. No, I mean, but but hired is on like assistant coach. I Did swear. he really? I don't know. I could be wrong. I wouldn't let that guy near near my kid. <laughs> He's a big dumb idiot. Yeah, I wouldn't is. let him anywhere near my kid. No, I agree. I, I agree. I, I'll look. Just He's like the one dude that Baker Mayfield has beef with. Where I'm like, yeah, go Baker. <laughs> like, yeah. Because like that guy, that guy's an I idiot. I swear I saw something like that. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm sure I am. I hope you find it because I really want to know. Um, no, there's not. Uh, okay. No. Oh, there, a month ago, was a, a former let's see, Hugh Jackson strong candidate for ASU offensive coordinator. As a month. Solid. Ago. So whatever that means. Solid. Yeah. So just real quick, going back to the weather, it looks yeah. like it's gonna be really cold, but maybe a small chance of pre- precipitation. Does, like that doesn't hurt like a, Wilson like a at high all. of twenty four, low of fourteen. No, that no. doesn't hurt Wilson at all. I played at uh, Wisconsin for a year, so I'm guessing it'll be like foggy or could chance of snow um, and windy. It's 12, 12 mile per hour sustained wind, so it's a little okay. windy, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. So the wind, I think, affects Wilson more than Rogers. Maybe, yeah. Just the way they throw the ball, but sure. the fog I think helps Wilson more than it helps Rodgers. I'm just guessing because the hum- humidity is high, and yeah, a lot of times that this means is an interesting, is... yeah, it's an interesting, uh, almost yeah. like an advanced analytic what we're doing on this game. Sure. Um, frankly, I don't give a shit. Uh, no. I I, I want to see a good football game. Yeah, I I, I'm just hoping my Niners like get past games. Minnesota, and I want to see, I want to see a hell of a, I want to see really good matchups in the AFC and NFC championship. Sure. That's really what I want. Um, because we don't have to worry about the Patriots anymore. No, it's great. So, um, the last I'm thing excited we'll... for every team that could possibly be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, except I for actually... maybe the Texans, Texans. But I'd even be excited for that. I honestly. mean, I like Watson, I like Hopkins, but after that, the rest of their team. And Watt, I love JJ Watt. Those three players. That's it so. for the Texans. I can name a lot more for every other team. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean, I don't want to see. 
Bill O'Brien's job get saved from a deep playoff run. That too, because he's not a great coach. Um, but he's I, better I, than a lot that's out I there. I do anyway. really like Deshaun Watson. I liked. I didn't love, and sure. I loved him when he broke down that film. Yeah, on for the, that reporter, that, that press reporter. conference. Yeah, I mean, he's a smart guy. Um, and he just finds a way. Yeah, he's a good he just finds a way. Did you see the last play against Buffalo? Not getting too much in the weeds here. That I last, did not. no, that last uh, drive against Buffalo, the big play that set the field goal was essentially a. Um, they called a a pull play, so all the the offensive linemen were going to pull to the right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So generally, when you pull all your linemen to the right, the tight end comes back across the play and takes that unblocked rusher from sure. the left, from yeah. the blind side, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't. Okay. Okay. So what he did was instead of coming across, that leaves the 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 essentially the right end of the defense coming unblocked on the le- off past mm-hmm. the left tackle mm-hmm. yeah. at Watson. Instead of so okay, so he doesn't pull left. He doesn't take that that rusher, right? Yeah. So you think okay, well maybe he stayed right and took. Just made sure no one came in front of Watson. No, 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 no. I don't know where he went. He went in the middle of the play. It did nothing. Yeah. And did nothing. Blocked a guy who was He wasn't blocked. out for yeah. a catch. He was just kind of looking for someone to hit. Okay. So instead of having an unblocked blindside rusher, now you got two unblocked edge rushers. Sure. And somehow Watson sees it, doesn't know what to do. No. And he just puts his head down and ducks. And the two Buffalo players basically just hit each other. Sure. And so he came out. Those, yeah. And he came out and just scrambled out and dumped a little ball off and it, it broke deep. Like right. it just He's a good quarterback. It, it's just incredible yeah. because I feel like I feel like if you run that play back, you know, fifty times. He's gonna get he's sacked. gonna get sacked or a pancaked. lot of them. Yeah. Pancaked a lot of them. By two dudes, sure. But it just it was Fortuitous for him. Mm-hmm. He did this kind of stuff at Clemson and won a national title. He's looking like a hell of a quarterback at this level. Yeah. He's a great story. Yeah. So. I agree. Uh, our Blazers. Oh, we're going right there. Well, let's just let's just try to get this Blazer sure. talk over with. We were, right. we were going to ask a lot of questions of Dan Morang. I'm not going to talk about what we we're going to ask him. And we won't really get into the details of, of those topics necessarily yeah. because I want to save those to a certain extent for, for Dan, who has some inside knowledge and and – can can speak a little more eloquently about the the actual workings of the Blazers organization, but um, one thing I've noticed this last couple of weeks is that our our boy Ant Anthony Simons mm-hmm. has looked a lot better. He has. He's looked like, more poised. He hasn't turned the ball over. He's been playing, for all intents and purposes, really good defense. Yeah. Yes. I mean, really. I mean, for a for a twenty year old kid, he's playing pretty good. I think defense. he's he looks he looks pretty advanced. For that age, um, especially a guy who has not gone to college. What, what's exciting college. from from a team that really isn't winning games, call it what it is, isn't yeah. winning games and isn't really competitive in a lot of games as well, mm-hmm. um, isn't giving fans a lot to really get excited about. Get excited about Anthony Simons 100% and, agree. and the possibility of him being in the dunk contest this year. Are there rumors? Oh, yeah. Are there? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd love to see that. He, I hope uh, so. So, so we're talking the game in Miami, right? Yeah, that with the dunk, that, that the big dunk, dunk I mean, over has, Myers. Myers dunk. backed out at the right time. Yeah. He started to go up and was like, "No, no, no, no." No, that was a hammer. <laughs> that dunk, man. That was he a like hammer. cocked that back, and he was like, "This is going in. No one's, no one's stopping this." And fucking just slammed it. So that was great. I think that's one of the best dunks I've seen all year. Uh, what I understand was they were the NBA is trying to decide between four and six people for the dunk contest. Okay, confirmed is Derek Jones Jr. from Miami every year, and Dwight Howard. 
Dwight Howard. Coming back into the dunk contest. Fair enough. They have Good offered a spot to Zach Levine. Okay. Zach Same. Levine said, I very much would love to do it, but only if I'm selected to be an all-star. So basically he's saying, if I'm not going to be an all-star, I don't want to put my body through that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's, he's it's, going to be selected to be an all-star. I, I don't honest. know. It's hard to say. I don't, I, I, I need to I don't know who else goes in the, but, as a guard in the East because I don't pay as much attention to the he's East. He's playing for the Bulls, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's rough. It's <laughs> rough. That's, so that's, that's the reason why Devin Booker hasn't been going to all-star games is because the guards are so talented and he's playing for the, he's been playing for the Suns. Yeah. Yeah. We're bad. So, um, anyway. The Suns are absolutely horrible. Yeah. But, um, so there was a, a poll, essentially, on uh, NBA's Twitter. Yeah. Today it was in like which of these guys would you want to be in the dunk contest and like there were guys like Aaron Gordon, um, who I, I would love to see Aaron Gordon again. Sure, I mean We've at least it though, man. Yeah, but at least he had innovative dunks. Zach Levine. Did, I guess did, that's true. Zach Levine did dunks that every other. He did mm-hmm. Isaiah Ryder type dunks. Yeah, he just did them a little faster and a little higher. Sure, uh, maybe not a little higher. I mean we know that Isaiah Ryder liked to smoke the ganj, but. <laughs> Um, dad jokes. Among other right things. Here. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but on that list was Am- Anthony Simons. Yeah. And I don't see why you wouldn't want to see Anthony Simons in the dunk contest. I love Anthony Simons. Um, I think that need, they need star power in the dunk contest. Yeah. I've been saying it for years. Like, I, I've been wanting to see guess... LeBron James in the dunk contest because I now it's we're, we're pulled past it now for yeah. LeBron. But He's not doing it. Yet. But Kobe did one. Yeah. Before he really kind of became Kobe. Yeah. Um, but... I, we need star power in the contest. Anthony Simons might not have the star power, but I'll tell you what, Anthony Simons gives this team a really good shot at winning a dunk contest, mm-hmm. which is something fun. Yeah, that's very fun. To get excited about. Yeah. Um, I think just just as a player, he's super exciting right now. For He is. I, I feel like if you're a Blazer fan who is feeling super pessimistic, which is probably a lot of us, Yeah. Um, he, you just need to look at Simons. And look at those the positives that you've seen and the growth that you've seen so far. And he's only what twenty one, twenty is he just twenty? Um, you got to be happy about and where this this team might be going in the future in regards to after Dame after CJ if mm-hmm. you keep Simons and maybe that's a topic we were going to talk about like um, like do you trade the guy? Like some people are like yeah trade trade your best asset right now the easiest one to move the best one, which I don't think you should but um. But that that that's something you should be getting excited about is, is a guy like Anthony Simons. I agree. Um, also, I don't think you should be like super pessimistic pessimistic about the Blazers right now because no matter what, this team is probably going to look different next year, and it's going to look different anyway. Um, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I think this is a one year kind of tryout to see how it go, and it obviously has not been going well. Um, no, no, it hasn't. obviously. No, it hasn't. Getting beat by twenty four in New York. That was rough. I think that was an that was like a combo of New York playing pretty well and Blazers playing bad, and it just just kind of spitballed from there. Yeah, it was rough. I don't. We were actually pretty competitive against Miami most of the game. That that second half. That second half they played really well. Um, That's when they they started Anthony Mm -hmm. in the second half. CJ was out with the the upper respiratory infection. He might not play tomorrow night against Toronto. That's the rumor. Um, By the time you guys hear this, that game will be over. So Mm -hmm. we'll see how that goes. But. but don't worry, everybody. We got the Bucks at home this weekend. Um, yeah. Oof, boy. <laughs> I feel like the hits keep coming, man. Um, overall, though, I think that you're seeing a lot of the the dominoes start to kind of fall around the NBA that are 
the predicators to a trade for the Blazers. Mm-hmm. You saw Blake Griffin now saying he might not play for the rest of the year with knee surgery. So he's not going anywhere. So he's not going anywhere. Um, you've seen Kevin Love act probably out. purposefully lower his trade value so he gets traded to a team that he wants to go to. So here's the thing about Kevin Love is I think the the clip on the internet if you haven't seen it go look it up. It's it's essentially Kevin Love <laughs> getting very frustrated with Colin Sexton who's just standing just kind of standing dribbling and dribbling right? and yeah. Love wants to initiate the offense. Sure. Throws his hands up, is barking at him. Yeah. You can't tell what he's saying, but he's barking something at him. Yeah. Sexton finally passes in the ball. He and runs he up ch- to the top of the three he runs point line. T- Sexton throws in the ball. And he turns and he fires that <laughs> he fucking fires a thing. Fastball, right? Like, at, I'm talking like a goddamn cannon. Right at the ankles of Seti Osman. Right at the ankles of, of Chetty Osman. Yeah. Who then fires up like the the brokest looking fadeaway he's got three? Like, to be to be fair, he's got like three seconds left on the shot clock. Which like what the fuck are you doing, Colin yeah. Sexton? He was just up there. Dr- I don't know. He was, he wanted to clear out, but he wasn't doing anything. And it's like Colin Sexton would just play it, play it. You know, like I. So here's the thing. Bill Simmons tweeted the other day about Kevin Love, about uh, when a player is playing for a horrible franchise mm-hmm. and resigns a lucrative long term deal. And then immediately demands out. Let's call it the Carmelo. Okay. Which, that's exactly what Carmelo Anthony did in yeah. New York, to be fair. He said, so Kevin Love's pulling a Carmelo. Sure. Kevin Love knows that what the Cavs are asking for him, like, this is your point. Yeah. Is that no one's going to pay that. No one's going to give up a contract or contracts that match the salary plus an asset. Sure. So... My hope as a Blazers fan is that Kevin Love acts out a few more times over the next I, couple I'm weeks. I'm totally down with it because he hasn't been a guy that's been like this his whole career. He's never been a guy that really just acts out. He he's kind of has a little diva in him a little bit, but no more yeah. than no more than like any other player that's at he's got at a little diva. Level. In him. Yeah, he's got a little diva in him, and rightfully so though. He's not, he's a multiple time All Star. He's won some. He's won a couple rings in mm-hmm. Cleveland. He's yeah. uh, you know he he's. A very effective NBA player, even at this stage in his career. Yeah, Maybe not worth the salary, but he's a very effective NBA player. Um, mostly on the offensive side, obviously, but sure, but still an effective player. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, with Griffin going down for the season, Kevin Love pulling this stuff off. Um, Oklahoma City winning games looks like mm-hmm. they might not move Gallinari now. So, yeah, I mean, I think they're pretty. We're starting pretty to get the, the, the a, a clearer picture of what's going on mm-hmm. here. Um, I think a move that might end up happening that that might be a more conceivable move for the Blazers would be um, getting a guy like Robert Covington. Yeah, yeah. In order, to, in order to get him from Minnesota, you probably have to absorb Gorgie Jang. Yeah. On top of that, which isn't the worst thing in the world, because right yeah. now we have one player over six foot eight on our active roster. Yeah, and um, he's he's a he's a player that can kind of uh, spread the floor to or. Uh, Space the floor a bit. He can yeah. shoot. He's an all right shooter. He's better yeah. than a white side in that in that manner. You know. Yeah. He can block a shot or two here and there. He's not great. But, yeah. I mean, um, I, I I would never want than, really want him on my team. But I, I mean, he's like, better than Anthony Tolliver. You got to put him. I mean, he's better than Mario Hazonia. Yeah. That that as well. Um. So boy. let's say let's say we do trade for love. Yeah. Um. How does because he he's on. He, he what he's at three three more years on his contract mm-hmm. right after this year. Um, what does that look like for the future of the Blazers with Nurkic, 
Collins and Love. Well, obviously they love Collins. They're not gonna. Are they really gonna put him on the bench? Yeah. They're not gonna sign him. I mean, what, what, are they gonna extend? His I contract? think if you trade for a guy like Kevin Love and you have him for that that salary for multiple years, then I think the the talk you have as a GM with Zach Collins is you say, hey, we want you here. Yeah. We think you're going to be great, but we know you have some growing to do. Learn from this guy. Learn Maybe from Kevin bit. Love. Yeah. Give us those valuable backup big minutes. And he's probably still would get. We're going to you know, rotate. 25, yeah, we're going to get you. 20, 20, yeah, we're going to get you. Yeah, yeah, like that too. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get we're going to get if, you minutes if this will, were to happen. Maybe you sign a short term, small money ex, ex, extension. Yeah. We see how you develop. Mm-hmm. We see how much you absorb from from love and from Nurkic. Then we go from there. Okay. Because like we were talking off the pod earlier, like there's a there's a I think it's a fifty fifty chance that Zach Collins becomes either a really 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 good player in this league, or just a rotational big in this league. Mm-hmm. I think he is better than Myers Leonard. Oh, I know. Period. He's better than Myers Leonard. Yeah. Period. I think but he already was. So the thing is that that was the, that was the thing people said about Myers. Like this is the year he's gonna get better. He's gonna get better. He's gonna get better. He's been pretty good in Miami this year. He's been fine. But he's a rotational big. He's the same player he was in Portland. But he's a rotational big. That's all he is, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's the Collins floor. Is, Collins the is much floor better already for than Zach. Okay, I love Myers Leonard, but yeah, um, I think absolute floor, I guess, but. Even right now, I think Collins' floor is better than Myers' ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Playing some rock music there, pal? It's, it's, yeah, I was that, was at, a good, that was actually pretty good timing, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at CBS's uh, free agents for next year in the NBA, and, and CBS always has some sort of uh, pop-up oh, uh, man. video. Always, oh, man. Always. So, CBS, we should have really like annoying. We I'm should sorry. have, like, cool transitional and I, and I music. I didn't have it muted, so... <laughs> we should. Maybe that's a thing. Some we cool do. transitional music. Oh, that should be CBS. something we add to the pod this year. That's Jesus Christ. Anyway. That's great. Um I I think if you if you get Kevin Love, you put Collins on the bench. Okay. You, you rotate the but minutes. You, you, you can, because you rotate minutes and honestly, like you you're basically selling Collins on. Yeah. You're learning from Dame, you're learning from Love. Uh this is I agree. You're in a franchise that believes in you. We drafted you, we traded up to get you. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's uh, we, true. We want I, you here. I get you. But we, we, we need you to show the the large-scale incremental improvements that we expect out of you. Yeah. And not just hope. Sure. And I think that's I think that's fair. That's fair. It's it's tough for me com- to compare Collins and Myers. They're such different players. Well, even take, My- Myers, take Myers out of the equation. Sure, I'm just but saying, you mentioned that. I'm just saying, yeah. like, Collins seems like such a more natural basketball player than Agreed. Myers under. Hundred percent agree. Ever. I mean, it's just something that will be forever. No offense again yes. to Myers Leonard. I love you, but like you can just tell. Hundred percent agree. Um, I I just think that Zach Collins. That's something though. That's, Zach that, Collins that's has the potential to be great. He does have the potential, but to be he great. needs he needs reps. Sure. He needs to be out there, and unfortunately, this shoulder injury happened at the worst possible time. Because I do think he, I do think yeah, he for was him making and for the team. He was ready to make a leap. I think. And he what was. the problem is is when you have an injury. That takes you out for the majority of a year mm-hmm. is that you're gonna have rust, sure. Right. So say he comes back this year, he has rust going into the playoffs. He waits till next year. There's gonna be a little bit of rust and and getting back into the flow of things. Now, 
I think he's a hard worker. I think he'll get there. I've never been in the mindset that he's going to be an all-star. In the Probably way, in the way that we all Neil Olshay says he's a cornerstone of a franchise. Not, but at the same time, I don't see him as that role. I see him as a very, very good, effective stretch four big. Very, yeah, could be. That's my. That's but if, what if I but think. if he hits his ceiling, I mean, the the bigs and the all star games aren't like the the uh, backcourt. You know, like the guards are I so agree. deep in the West. And, he's and got a shot. In general, yeah, yeah. are pretty pretty shallow. Um, but but. I, I see what you're saying. I wouldn't yeah. bet money on Collins ever being. Yeah, that. I think sorry. if he if he could I wouldn't have, be surprised if if it happened at some point in time. I would be like I could I could have guessed this, but he feels that like the kind of guy who if he's gonna hit that fringe all star like kind of C J McCollum level, yeah, that fringe all star type. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, can take over a game to a certain extent in a little block, like kind of the way L A was for a little bit here before sure. he really really took off. Yeah, it's gonna take him a couple years still. Yeah, he's not there yet because he's just he's he's got a lot of growing to do. He's gonna get it, but yeah, there's holes in this game that need to be refined. He's I think he's gonna do it. It's just unfortunately this lost season hurts it with the timeline of the extension. Yeah, so yeah, I think we're gonna extend him because it sure sounds like Olshay loves I'm him. I'm sure we'll extend him. There's I just, worse players I, we've extended. The yeah, I just I you always worry about well yeah. Yeah, I think Zach's gonna be more expensive than Myers Leonard. Oh, he definitely will. That's the problem. Is I think I, he, I think he's, I still think he's probably more valuable player player <clears throat> than Evan Turner was. I agree. I agree. So I couldn't be too. I agree. The issue, the, the bigger issue in Portland is that you're hamstrung to a certain extent with Damon CJ's contract. That's so true. it's it just depends on how much you can you can sweet talk Jody Allen and the pain the luxury tax. Sure. So that sure. that's okay. the big issue there. All right, so I got two games that I uh, I want to play with you here tonight um, because I think games are fun. So I hate games. <laughs> good, wonderful. <laughs> this will be fucking hell for you then. Um, so the first game is buy or sell. The next game is uh, would you rather? Which one do you want to play first? Uh, let's just go buy or sell. Why not? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sorry, taking a swig of beer there. Buy or sell, Casey? I got a few topics here for you. Okay. Oh, the first one. We saw Tom Brady throw a tragic pick six to Logan Ryan, former Patriot, to end New England's run and possibly kill the dynasty. Yeah. Is Tom Brady done in New England? He's a free agent, right? He's an unrestricted free agent. Buy or buy, buy or sell. Here, here's the question. Okay. Buy or sure. sell. Yeah. Tom Brady played his last snap as a New England Patriot. Um, I'm gonna say sell. I could see New England being um, nostalgic and not wanting to do him wrong. Even though this that's not really a New England thing. Mm-hmm. New England is usually a team that. Well, well, doesn't have that nostalgia. They kind of just think they have this player that's great. They're contracts up. They're not paying the money. Um, yeah, they just Tom Brady. They've never had a Tom Brady this do is that. Tom though. Brady. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I wouldn't be surprised if they had some sort of team. I don't think he's gonna sign a huge four year deal for tons of fucking money, but maybe a year or two for maybe not that much. I don't. I don't know. <clears throat> but. He didn't look great, so are they going to stick with him at quarterback? Are they going to keep him there for one more year to start and 
get serious about what their plans are after Brady. I don't know. Um, I don't know if Stidham is Stidham. Is that right? Stidham. Stidham. I don't know if yeah. he's what they're looking at as the as the heir apparent or not. But obviously Brady doesn't have a lot of years left, if not if if any. But I think. Yeah. But I think they're probably gonna give him like a year or two, just to make the transition to the next franchise quarterback a little easier. And because okay. they respect the guy. Do you think? What do you think? I think he comes back. Yeah. Okay. I think he comes back mm. to New England. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, sure. I think he comes back. I think they make an, a a conscious effort to try to give him something to work with on the offensive side. Now, keep I in mean, mind that they maybe Nikhil Harry will be a player next year. He was. I sure hope year. so because he looked like absolute trash. Even when he lit played, on fire his hands last were rough, week. Right. Three horrible drops. Yeah. Last week, where sure. I mean, like. I will say this, Devontae Adams, first two or three years, a lot of drops, didn't look great. Yep. But yep. he had that He had that I agree. pedigree, he, pull, he pulled it together, and now he's one of the best receivers in the league. I agree. So that could be something and I like think, that. Or maybe I not, do I think Nikhil Harry can get there, but I think the problem with, with Brady is that he he always had Edelman. Yeah. Or Welker. And Edelman looks like he's taking a step back, too. Okay. Edelman had a really good year. He just... He got real banged up towards the end of the year. But that's that, yeah, that happens to him as well. Well, that's because he was the like only the one guy. guy. The one piece. The no, one I do weapon. think if if sure. if Josh Gordon pans out, and Antonio Brown pans out in mm-hmm. New England, we're having a much different conversation right now, mm-hmm. because you have then two receivers with Edelman who can actually make plays. Sure. Because yeah. Muhammad Sanu's horrible. Yeah, he was pretty decent in Atlanta. I think it's the system. But I mean, you'd think the New England. Would be good enough to work around a player like him. Who's the one in New England? Are you sure it's Edelman? Not, are you sure it's not Brady? Just isn't great anymore. Brady for for most of the game, Brady looked really good yesterday against or two days ago against Tennessee. Okay. Um, Edelman had a very Wes Welker esque drop. Okay. Uh, late in the game, where Brady put the ball right in his hands, and he just yeah went all knuckles on him. Uh, and then, like I said, Harry had Ben Watson had a really bad drop, and then Harry had three drops that were just like, dude, you, you yeah, you gotta reel those in, or yeah. at least make it closer than it Especially was. In the, in the game. Um, but to be fair, Brady did look bad. Their line was banged up all year long. It affected their run game. It affected the pass protection. Yeah. Um, it was it was pretty gnarly. So uh, that's not an excuse. I'm not making an excuse for any Patriots. I'm very happy they got beat. Yeah. Um, my bigger concern is not necessarily the offense there or possibly losing Josh McDaniels as the play caller. My issue there is they have a ton of free agents on defense. And what yeah. are they going to do? Because that defense was very good this yeah. year. Yeah. And they have the opportunity to be very bad next year sure. if they don't re-sign these guys. I mean, yeah. we're talking Van Noy is a free agent. Um, Jimmy Collins is a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple more guys. They still have, in my mind, the defensive player of the year, Gilmore, Gilmore. on the yeah. outside. But um, Casey, buy or sell that the Irishman wins best picture at the Oscars? Oh, man. Um now, granted, I know that the two of us haven't seen all the the potential I've seen nominees. A decent number of them, um, and now we also don't know who's nominated at the Oscars yet. No, but I mean, um, I think I think that going in before the Globe season, that the Irishman was the favorite. Sure, I'm gonna say. Uh, 
sell. I'm going to say sell. Mm. Um, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is gaining some big time momentum. And I think that's one of Tarantino's best movies from thinking about it more and more. Um, I'd like to watch it again. I think, you know, you got people love Marriage Story. And that's one of those mm-hmm. movies that's like super Oscar worthy. Uh, 1917 just cleared out. Like, like we were talked about earlier I think, off the pod. I think nineteen seventy is the seen biggest. Um, well, no one has, really. Like, I, think like, like 11, I think it's in 11. I saw somewhere it's in 11 theaters around the nation or something yeah. like that. So it's not even out yet. But yeah, That's the that's film I would worry the most about right now, today. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's coming out at the perfect time, right? Right to, you know, leading mm-hmm. up to the Oscars. So it could be that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what else is, is going to be nominated? Probably it could be, I mean, I don't know if the Joker is going to be nominated. I haven't seen that, but I don't think that's going to win. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't think so either. But uh, Knives Out's incredible. I don't think that's going to win. Parasite. I don't know if that's going to be up for best picture. If it's going to be up for best foreign film, why not just have it up for best picture? I've heard I've, you've seen it. It's mm-hmm. amazing, as, as you say. And I've, I think there's a really good I've possibility heard, it might be up for both. That would be great. And I've heard amazing things about it. So maybe it could be something like that. Um, so I'm selling the Irishman. Although, if it won, I would not be surprised because I I've watched half, mm-hmm. not because I was bored of it but just because it's a life. movie and that's because all I had life. to do at home um, and it was incredible yeah. from what I saw De Niro was amazing and, and I and I know De Niro was not up for any award at the Golden Globes and from listening to some podcasts and some stuff it's just because they don't like De Niro because he's talked trash about the Golden Globes yep. before which is pretty fucked up because he from what I saw he was great already and yeah. everyone in that was already great I, I, I think you run song. you run the problem with a movie like The Irishman is that you have so many iconic actors with so good performances nominate? so who do you nominate you can't just well, say well, you from, can't just have an entire category well, from, of Irishman from, from what I saw the half of the movie I saw De Niro was the main actor out of all of them hmm. from what I saw have you seen any of it? I haven't seen no, any of it yet. I he haven't. seemed to be—he's—he was the main focus. But again, I did not see the second half of that movie, so okay. don't quote me on this. But he seemed to be the main, the main actor. Like I—I I would have them. I would have them have him in something over, you know, Keitel or um, Pesci. Pesci was in it. It was amazing. Those would be more supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, Pacino. Pacino was good too, but he, again, I don't know how much he had left. I, I could see him more as a supporting. Yeah. Actor. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, I'll sell on that. And you, you, do you have, do you feel the same way? I mean, I haven't seen enough of the movies. Exactly. Yeah. Is my biggest it's, issue. It's hard to. It's hard um, to and I will. I will before Again, we say we I'm gonna annoy Oscar you. Pod, but I'm gonna annoy you and say, "Fucking lighthouse! Come on, man! Let's get that in there." I I need to see not totally the, shut out. I need to see lighthouse. Well, the Golden Globes are bullshit anyway. No, that's true. That's true. It's, it's it, a it joke. Of, it's a joke of an awards ceremony. Um, I need to see the lighthouse. I need to see the Irishman. I, I, I know. I'm curious I, about uncut. Uncut gems. I'm very curious about uncut gems. Um, I I know I need to see Marriage Story, but I really don't I'm want not, to. I don't want to watch it, man. But it's, it, it's probably something I should oh, see. Oh man, I really don't want to. I might just watch it by myself. Um, I'm definitely going to see 1917. Yes, um, I agree. I'm going to go see that in the theater for sure because I feel like that's one of those. It's like it looks like it's one shot, but it's not one shot. Sure. You know, um, Sam Mendes does pretty good stuff with. Uh, and I've got to see Parasite. Movies. That's what I got to see. You got to see Parasite. Yeah, it's, it's um, on the list. Parasite was the best thing I've seen all last year. Um, I don't know if that'll get nominated. I think it'll get nominated, but you never know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, next question, buy or sell. Philip Rivers. Buy or sell. Plays another season in Carson, California. Well, it will be Carson because they'll move into the new stadium oh, in L.A. Oh, man. It's tough. Because Is Philip Rivers going to play another season? Who's going to L.A.? Like, what pick do they have? Do they have six? 
They're the sixth pick. Oh man, that's a tough. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I had this weird feeling that he'll he'll get re-signed there. It's kind of like Brady. Well, I'm gonna buy. I mean, I think he's gonna get re-signed in the mm. same fashion that Brady would a year or two, with thoughts on him not being around much longer. I, I mean, I, I mean, I guess I I feel like Tua will be gone, and obviously Burrow will be gone. And I feel like Herbert would will drop a little more unless they pick him. I could see them picking Herbert and re-signing Rivers possibly, just for Herbert to be there for a mm-hmm. year or two before Rivers is gone. I, I. So there's two ways I can see this working with the Chargers. I think both both ways I see it is Rivers comes back for at least a season. Yeah. One way is they trade up, in the draft. Okay. They move up to say the third pick where Detroit's sitting. Sure, to pick which up it would it would really help Detroit to get a couple yeah, extra picks. That's why would Detroit not do that? They have a quarterback. Um, there's not there's not a lot of clear options right there because Chase Young will probably gotten it too, and Burrow's gone. Um, yeah, so why not trade back, grab right. some pieces, move back? Yeah. So Great. they they move up, they get Tua. Mm-hmm. There's there's okay, there's three options. Sorry, there's three options. One, they move up, they get Tua. Two, they stay at six. They wait to see who falls to them, whether it's Tua or Herbert. It's going to be Herbert because Tua is not getting past Miami. No. Yeah. If Miami, yeah. Miami's five, right? Miami's five. Yeah. Because the Giants and the Lions aren't taking Giants quarterbacks. Giants not taking a quarterback. So, uh, and Washington's probably not taking a quarterback. No. They no. might trade back. Washington's I don't think they good. will. I think no. they're going to take Chase Young. Yeah, but. why not? Chase Young is... Um, the other option there is that the Chargers trade back. So they bring yeah. Rivers back for a one or a two year deal, and they trade back, get an extra pick, and they get a player similar to like Isaiah Simmons from from Clemson, who projects somewhere as a as a tweener between a middle linebacker and a strong safety, mm-hmm. and you get two guys who are very versatile, like Dar- Derwin James there. Okay. Yeah. And you just go after the quarterback. Sure. With it. But you have Ingram, you have Bosa, you've got James, you've got Simmons. Now you have four legit weapons to mm-hmm. interchange and move around. Okay. That might be yeah. the option. I think either way it goes, I think Rivers is going to be back. Yeah, I think he'll be back too. He doesn't He doesn't want to move his nine kids and family. <laughs> nine? It's more like 11 yeah. now. Is it 11? It's been, well, it's been a couple minutes. So. Jesus Christ. You know, he's be. definitely Could be. <laughs> working that magic. Yeah. Um, next question. Oklahoma City, the Thunder. Mm, oh, football or basketball. All right. Buy or sell, they finish in the top six in the West. Top six. I gotta look at the I gotta look at the standings real quick. Um I mean Lakers, Denver, no, I, yeah, Clippers. I, They're not passing the Clippers, not passing Houston, Denver, Lakers. So it's between Utah, Dallas, Oklahoma, and then the eighth spot, which is just open to like eight teams, like the East was the last mm-hmm. several years. Um They've looked pretty good. Shy, Shy Gilgus Alexander has, look, has looked solid. Chris Paul's found a fountain of youth. Yeah. He's just amazing. You know what? You just remind me of Chris Paul. I think he's going to get injured at some point in this season because <laughs> that's what happens. I'm not going to say they're going to miss the playoffs, but I don't think... I'm going to sell because I don't think they're going to get above... You said seven or eight? Six. I said top six. I don't think they're going to be top six. Dallas is going to continue as they are. Utah's not going to drop anymore. And after that, it's the top four. That's just going to be the top four. 
I think I'm going to sell. I think they'll probably be fine at seven. I think they're going to be seven. I, that's what they're going to be. Okay. Because, because the eight seed is Sacramento, Memphis, Portland, Minnesota, Phoenix. Uh, no, I mean, sorry. Spurs, Memphis, Portland, Minnesota, Phoenix, Sacramento, and even the Pelicans if they get Zion back and look good. Pel- that, that's seven Pel- teams. That's the Pelicans team. might be the best team you know out of there. funny? It's like every team in the West has a chance to make the playoffs except for the Golden State Warriors. Isn't that crazy? They're yeah. not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's the one team I'm saying right now. It's like weird. it's not going to make it. It's weird. weird. Anyway, I'll I, sell that. Yeah, I don't disagree. Okay. I, 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 I could be talked into them finishing top six. I could be And too. the only way I could really be talked into it is if you think Utah will hit a snag when Conley gets healthy. I don't see it. They're a really, good team. I don't really see it either. They, got, they have a lot of talent. I don't really see it either. So. Well, yeah. um, <clears throat> the Oregon Ducks just won the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Again, third sure. time in our uh, our lifetime. Yeah. They've done that. Once was in a college football playoff game. They were two against the Wisconsin Badgers. So, Oregon wins the Pac-12. Oregon has a strong recruiting class, arguably the best recruiting class in the history of the Ducks program. Yeah. But they lose Justin Herbert. They it's lose four-fifths of the offensive line, and they lose their middle linebacker in Troy Dye. Mm-hmm. Buy or sell, Oregon wins the Pac-12 next year. I'm going to say buy. I think they're rolling. I'm not as worried about Troy Dye because they have, what, they have two Sewell, to three? Noah Sewell and Justin two, Slow. Two top ten recruits mm-hmm. at that position. Um or like the one number one and number two, two five star recruits at the linebacker position, mm-hmm. which is incredible, which is, I think actually improves it. Um, as great as Troy, Troy Dye is, he's not two five star linebackers. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know who's going to be quarterback. So, that, um, that, you, you're a little worried about that, but well, I, I think that the idea there is that it's Chuck, who was the backup this year to Herbert. Yeah. Um. He was a, a redshirt freshman this year. Uh, I think he, I I think he would be fine mm-hmm. in that role. I think that you've kind of seen what the Ducks want to do, and that's just beat you up, pound the ball, mm-hmm. you know, play so some old school that. line of scrimmage football. Uh, so you don't necessarily need an electric quarterback. That being said, they have a four star, maybe a five star, when everything comes out when the final rankings come out mm-hmm. in uh, Butterfield. Okay. Um, there's talk about them getting the, the transfer from Wake Forest okay. to come in. Uh, they still have Hugh Millen's kid. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is. It's Kale, Kale Millen, okay. I think his name is. So you worry. Um, yeah. So with all that, those are all things that maybe you're not as worried about, but the offensive line is probably a big worry if, you, if you're losing four of your starters. Is that right? That seems yeah. like that would probably be the biggest worry. I yeah. The, the best of the five is still there. Okay. Who's uh, Penny Sewell. Who just won the Outland Trophy yeah. as a sophomore? So that's big. Uh, that's big. He's your anchor at left tackle. Cristobal is an offensive lineman. He was an offensive lineman at University of Miami. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely made that an emphasis. None of those four kids, whether it was Lemieux, Throck, Throckmorton, uh, Hanson, or uh, Warmack, were recruits from Cristobal. Sure. Warmack, Warmack kind of followed Cristobal over when Cristobal left Alabama and came. Over to be the offensive line coach. Yeah. So, um, so these are these are kids that they weren't they weren't necessarily Cristobal guys. Sure. And I haven't done enough research into seeing what Cristobal's done mm-hmm. to replace them on the line. I gotta think there's some big nasties. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, you know more than I do about these players. 
but it seems like Cristobal is a good enough recruiter in this this whole um, coaching staff is is good enough that I feel like I trust enough that they have things planned out. Like, I agree. They they know what they have. They'll fit their game plan around what they have, and they're bringing in what they really want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not too worried. I I could definitely see I definitely see them winning the Pac-10. So like I said, I'm buying. I'm guessing you. Yeah, I'm buying, buying as well. I'm buying. Um, we could be we could be home, uh, duck homers, and I wouldn't be too surprised if it seemed like there's a little hiccup in the road. But um, there's a lot of talent on I'm that team, and, less, and I think I'm less worried about the conference. I'm more worried about the out of uh, out of conference game next year as we play Ohio State. That's big in the big yeah. game, and that uh, that's the one that worries me. Mm-hmm. Final buy or sell. Buy or sell. The Dallas Cowboys make Dak Prescott the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. Um. So so, who just got signed recently? That's the highest paid, or is it somebody else? What are we at? Uh, Wilson was for Wilson. A, for a minute there. Goff signed uh, a big know what? one. Uh, I'm gonna buy that. I think Dal- Dallas likes to pay money to players they seem to really like. They paid a lot of money to Elliott, mm-hmm. who was the highest paid running back. Yep, I believe for um, now. Until Christian they McCaffrey hits see, the market. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think McCaffrey is more valuable than Elliott. I think. I don't know. Yeah, um, he had a thousand, thousand year. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I think this is just a trend. Like, it, this is how it's going to work. Yeah. It's like quarterbacks be like that. It doesn't have to be necessarily be the best quarterback out there. I, 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 wouldn't, I don't know what they would do if they didn't have Dak. I mean... Why not just pay him money? He's a pretty solid quarterback. He's not the best, but he's not the worst. Um, <laughs> no, right? He's, no, he's not. Um, and they, they're, they're a team that's always pretty loyal, the Cowboys. So I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him the biggest contract of a quarterback. And then again, those contracts will just keep going up and up. Yeah. Um, that's what I think. Yeah. I think they will. Yeah. I don't think they should. Yeah, I don't I know they if they will. should either. Um Quarterback's a pretty important position. What I mean, what plan do you have there exactly? Do you get a veteran? You get a vet somewhere. You 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 let him go and. I mean, there's what? veterans to be had. Sure. On the market, maybe they're not as young or as gifted as Dak, but they have been effective. Okay. You know, guys like Andy Dalton, guys like Marcus Mariota. Okay, fair maybe enough. Maybe Joe Flacco. Yeah, Flacco. Oof. Really. About Flacco, I'm just saying if I you mean, op- if you open up money by not re-signing Dak, I guess Fitzgerald still has a job, as does uh, Tannehill. I mean, you never know. The sure. NFL, the NFL is a weird league, man. I think he's better than all the quarterbacks he named. Dak Prescott. Yeah, I agree. Um, Derek Carr might be on the market. Yeah, he might be. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I I think they give him the There's money this, though. This Tom Brady kid. There Out there, go. just saying. Yeah. Uh, would you rather? Okay. We'll do this one fast because I think we're we're running late on time here. Uh, so would you rather put these uh, put these three in order? Okay. On who you like the most, uh, DeAndre Swift, J. Is it J.K. J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. yeah. J.K. I was like J.K. Rowling. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> DeAndre Swift. J.K. Dobbins. Oh, is she in the NFL now? Yeah, you know she's 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 gritty. Or uh, Jonathan Taylor. This is a tough one because I haven't done my like 
my my research quite yet for fantasy. So yeah, but you looked in a little bit. Like I'm a saying, bit. I'm saying not, not even think... not even fantasy wise. Let's look at it from an NFL lens. Like if you if you need if you want to Swift, Taylor, or Dobbins, put them in order. Who's the, who's the most um, attractive to you to the least attractive? I think all three are very attractive. I think they're very so. attractive. I think Swift is probably number one. He hasn't been um, he hasn't been used as much as uh, Taylor. We t- kind of talked about it as much. I don't know if that matters as much anymore. Um, but Swift seems super elusive and he's been used in, in, as a pass catcher mm-hmm. a, a bit. He looks like he could be pretty good in that in the NFL level. And that's big to find a running back who can be a good pass catcher and a good runner between mm-hmm. the tackles and such. <clears throat> so I think Swift is number one and he's always been a guy. I mean, he's been like Georgia always has great running backs and they all share time. So it's like the guy, I don't, I think the guy has been built, brought up. Um, and he hasn't in with Georgia. He hasn't been played as much because there's been those running backs there like Chubb and whatnot. Um, and it seems like he last year he got his time and he looked really good. So I think he's number one. I, I'm gonna go with Taylor as number two because the guy just looks like a beast. And or- Oregon did a good job on him. But I remember I remember watching some plays with, um, during that Rose Bowl where Taylor had the ball and it was like it's like three guys were on him. And he's just like. Nothing, you know, kind of like just mm-hmm. still moving forward, and I think that's big. In it was NFL. a very tech mobile movie just out there. Yeah, you, I mean, you guys aren't seeing it, but very... yeah, yeah, like like players literally bouncing off him. Yeah, and like some like just being dragged, and he was there's was, there's was one particular play I remember in my mind where he was like dragging three or four ducks. Yeah, just on his legs. I remember, um, and I and you know he has been running to the ground a lot. He's, he's played four years at Wisconsin and has been the bell cow there. I think every year, right? Or has yep. it been three years he's been the Buckhouse? Uh, two years he's been the Buckhouse. Is it two years? Okay, well, shit. Might have been three. Um, Might have been three. He has two 2,000 yard seasons. Yeah, he's so he's, he's been used a lot, but he hasn't been banged up, and I don't know if that's such a big deal as much as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not really been used in the past game, but from what I've seen, there's, there's some wheel routes he was used in the Rose Bowl that looked yeah. like he looked like he was fine. So I think he would be fine in that regard in the NFL. I'm not too worried about that. Dobbins looks great too. He's fast, right? He's a he's really fast player, fast. and I think he's pretty shifty. So, yeah. um, so he's probably number three. Another two thousand yeah. yard mm-hmm. rusher. Yeah, um, obviously, he's not in the SEC, but I mean, the Big Twelve is still Big Twelve, right? Big Ten. Big Ten. Sorry, it's still along with Jonathan Taylor. A solid. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I don't know. I think they could be. They could be pretty interchangeable, but yeah, I agree. From what I've seen. Um, I like them all. Yeah, I like them all. I I kind of trend Jonathan Taylor. Okay, number one there. I yeah. just think he. I wouldn't be surprised. He just all. looks like more of a pro ready prospect. Sure, I agree. Um, I think Dobbins might have the most upside of the three. I see that. I think Dobbins is like he. he there's something about this kid that reminds me a little bit about Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's quite there. I don't think he's there yeah. like Christian McCaffrey, but I think he's. He's he's a shifty guy the way sure. McCaffrey was. Yeah. Um, Casey, would you rather uh, you had to pick one, Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Um, that's tough. The 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 first one I I think Mortal Kombat. I like Mortal Kombat. Better. Oh okay okay yeah yeah. Um, why exactly? I don't know. I like thought about it instantly. Like the first thing that went to my brain is Mortal Kombat, but then I was like Street Fighter though. I was Gal a lot. Gal's great. Chun Li's great. Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom. Yeah. Um, I think I like Mortal Kombat. It's darker. I like the darker stuff. Yeah. 
It's a little yeah. darker than Street Fighter, and there's yeah. there's some there's some weird like secrets and especially what Street Fighter was it Mortal Kombat two I believe yeah there's like little secrets and like you find Scorpion and uh, what's the lady with the purple mask Katana yeah Katana so I kind of like that one a little better but but I wouldn't uh, make fun of anybody who picks Street Fighter because I would pick Street Fighter you pick Street Fighter yeah, okay. absolutely for 100%. what reason just out of curiosity I was better at it okay sure <laughs> I mean. Sure. I played more. I, like I played fat- more I like of the it. fatalities and like the weird yeah. babalities. B- yeah. Babality. Or friendship. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was not... a Street Fighter guy. Okay. I, uh... and I and I totally get it. I don't. I don't yeah. Totally I don't know why. At all. Um. Tacos or burritos. I like burritos. Yeah, I went. I was thinking when I wrote this, I was thinking back and forth. Like, God, I don't know. Oh, They're a little really easier to like. That. You could just walk around with a burrito, really. Well, I feel like a, a burrito has it depends like, on the burrito, really. It depends on the burrito, but a burrito, I agree. Like, it's 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 you get more bang for your buck with yeah, a burrito. You do get more bang for your buck. Tacos but, are but like man, uh, like a good taco you is get hard like to beat. Six six tacos for like ten bucks or something like that, yeah. which is great. But then you're not really that full. But you get a good burrito, and you're you're satisfied. So, yeah, yeah. I did, it depends on the fillings. Sure, I mean, but yeah. you could have fillings, any fillings for any taco or any burrito. So, pick your favorite fillings for a burrito and your favorite fillings for a taco. Which one do you pick? Hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I would go burrito as well. Yeah. Um, but I. Uh, I, 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 love I could be. I be. I could be convinced of the dark side. Sure. On okay. that one. Um, same thing we did with the running backs, but I want you to do it with quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, Tua Tagliavola, Justin Herbert. Um, You're starting a franchise, I'm not a go, dynasty. I'm going to go Burrow, Herbert, Tua. Okay. I think Burrow really showed that he has the it factor at quarterback. And although he doesn't have like the strongest arm, he's a super accurate quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's good in the pocket. Um, he's fairly good at getting away from pressure and such. So he's not like, you know, a Haskins who's just like stuck in the pocket. Um, I think Herbert has a lot of upside. Uh, but he also has a lot, long ways, a little bit to go. Yeah, um, I agree. He has some, some, some pretty raw moments. And I think if Tua wasn't so injury prone, and especially if he didn't have this hip injury, he could be number one. But from what I've read, like guys with, Injuries like this, it wasn't as serious as Deion Sanders or not Bo, Jackson. Bo Jackson's uh, hip injury, but um, his his career could very well be pretty cut pretty short because of arthritis in the hip from mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I've read. So he he could be kind of out of the league earlier, like in his early thirties, mm-hmm. kind of thinking where Cam Newton might be going. Like Cam Newton looked great, and it seems like Cam Newton could very possibly be out of the league sooner than a lot of other quarterbacks. Um, so I think I would pick two of the third, even though he seems like a very ta- he's a very talented quarterback. But that that that's my opinion because I'd I'd want a quarterback who could last all the way, man. Right. Yeah. All the way. All the way. All so, the way. So Burrow, Herbert, Tua, for me. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going Tua. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. I've come around. I've decided that there's just too much upside. There's a lot of upside. I worry there's about just too much how upside. long you got him. Is, does yeah. the upside outweigh the length of time you have it? Depends on the franchise. I guess so. I think it depends on the franchise. Okay. Burrow and Cincy? 
Burrow and Cincy with a suspect defense. Yeah. You know, uh, but at the same time, a team that has shown to be pretty loyal to what they have. Dalton, mm-hmm. Lewis. I don't know. Yeah. I just keep thinking about, like, God, if Tua ended up on the Chargers, he has a season to, to, to fully rehab, take over the reins, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry. Sure. Some semblance Eckler. of running back. A good defense. Yeah. Hopefully if they're healthy. That yeah, defense okay. is always snake bit. Um I would go I would go Tua, probably Burrow, then Herbert. Yeah. Um I think there is a good shot that this list might end up looking like when all is said and done, Tua Herbert Burrow. Wow, okay. What's that? Um I don't think Burrow has a lot of upside. Okay. I think kind of what you and what do you see is amazing, mm-hmm. but I think what you see is what you get. Yeah. With Joe Burrow, I think it'll be just fine. In in Cincinnati, but I. There are parts of Joe Burrow's game that remind me of a young Andy Dalton, and it almost makes me feel like they're just getting a younger Andy Dalton. Okay. Which is fine because Andy Dalton had a couple of really good years in Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Herbert, very easily could flop. Or he could be really, really I good. I could see him flop. Yeah. I could see it either way. I'm, as an Oregon fan and an optimist, I'm going to hope that he's not a flop and mm-hmm. that he, he, he yeah. finds his potential and he gets a good quarterback guru to help him you know, build. Um, but until I know landing spot. It's tough. No. I mean, you know Burrow, Cincinnati. You know Burrow, Cincinnati. And Tua is very possible Miami. More than likely Miami. Yeah. Um, and depending on what Miami does with us the draft. And you see yeah. Herbert going to Oakland, maybe, and there's some other little teams that might... I don't think Oakland's sold in car. God, Andy Dalton just seems like an Oakland guy. He so. just seems like a guy who well, takes Oakland Las to the Vegas wild card. No, no, right? Las Vegas. It just seems like it. Yeah. Uh, final one, bud. Yeah, bring it on. I'm going to list three people who could be a guest on our podcast. Okay. Rank them in order. <laughs> God. Damian Lillard. Okay. I've got enough. Damian Lillard. Shea Serrano. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. Mark Marin. Oh, man. That's tough, dude. Yeah. What are you doing to me? Yeah. It's like my three favorite. Who am I? I can't pick anybody last there. You have Come to. Come on. You have to. Guest on. Who would I pick to be a guest on the podcast? I think. I'm going number one, Shea Serrano. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be he could be great on anything. I think he'd be great on any podcast anywhere, and you could pick easy things for him to talk about, and it would be not you know what I mean. I think I think he's number one, Shea Serrano. Number two is Mark Marin, because Mark Marin can talk about anything as well. You talk movies, whatnot, um, and he's just like a fun guy to hang out with. And at least that's tough to leave Lillard last, but. Lillard's not coming to any podcast here. I can see, I, I can especially see Shay Serrano like showing up to a like a like some random podcast basement somewhere and like hanging out with some dudes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like talking movies, sports, and whatnot. I can see Mark Maron even doing that. Maybe you just trick him because he kind of is like spacey in that sense. But uh, I don't know. I don't think Dame Lillard would do it. But he could. That's a tough question. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus there. You did. You hate As, Dame Lillard. We heard it on on record. So. Who I would pick, I would want Dean Lillard, obviously, number one. I think number three, though, in, in, what was the question exactly again? Who would I want? Yeah. 
I don't know, man. That's impossible. It's hard, right? It's really hard. It's hard. I I, I know if Mark Maron's last for you. That's okay. He's not, actually. He's not? He's not. I think I would go I would go Shay Marin Dame. Okay, okay. And I think it's only because I, I think far and away Shay's my number one on this because I think that we can talk about literally anything. Oh yeah, I agree. We I think you sports, would just hang we can talk about you, John Wick, like, we can talk about whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we can just talk about Mexican food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bring yeah, the tacos, can, right? Exactly. Uh, Mark Marin, I feel, I feel like he would get frustrated with us, Maybe. because I think I, I would ask he him. Gets a, frustrated much. I would ask him a lot of questions about people that he interviewed on WTF. But he loves that. Yeah, he loves talking about people he's met or not met. So I think that I don't think that. Would be Maybe good. not with me asking him. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. And then I just don't know how to even ask Dave. I don't know either. I just yeah, I, I agree. I just feel like the amount of the, the amount of prep work, and I think I'd be more starstruck with Dame than anybody else. I think you're right. I think I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think if I were to encounter if Dame was sitting right here, I'd be like embarrassed about my basement. Like Shay was down here, but like. Eh, it's my basement. Whatever. It's, it's my basement. If Mark yeah. Maron, this is like your basement probably. Yeah. Uh, or your garage, whatnot. Yeah. And then Dave would be like, this is my basement. It's a mess. Sorry, yeah, right? No, I, I totally yeah. agree. No, I, I agree. Good job, Casey. We're through the games. Thanks. You hate right. games. I you love games. <laughs> games are my favorite thing in the world. Did they win? Uh, no. No, oh, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Sorry. I like Sorry. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> so, um, what do you got going on this week? Anything? What is anything going on this week? Nothing. Hopefully, we'll be watching Parasite because that—that's the one movie that you really recommended, and I've been wanting this. Dude, I—I I can't um, say enough how much I loved Parasite. That, and, and we've been watching Watchmen. Oh, you have? Okay, I have the whole season. I have the whole season on DVR. So. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, and it's fucking crazy and yeah. insane and out there. Did you have you read the comic? Yeah. It's not really like the comic, yeah. but it is, if that makes sense. No, no. There's like pieces to it that, that yep. are like it and that kind it's of a re, It's a reimagining. It's a reimagining of it, and it's incredible. And um, the first few episodes I heard were slow, and they were, I guess, relatively speaking, compared to what we've started watching, mm-hmm. they were slower, but like it, it gets you into it pretty quickly, and you're like, this is great, and then it gets better, which is good, amazing. So watch that. And we're I think we're at... Episode six or something like that. Nice. So we're not quite to the end, but nice. some crazy shit's been happening, and it's it's a weird, incredible show, and I'm very happy to be watching it. Good. How about yourself? Gosh, not a lot. No. Nope. This week we uh, we'll see. I got a bunch of movies at the library. Yeah. That are on our movie list that we are trying to get through. We've been using exhausting whatever resource we can to try to find free movies. Sure. Whether it's streaming on, on Netflix or Amazon or HBO or Showtime. Or, or you got my wall of movies over here. You just the, grab some. The Casey wall of movies. I, after hours. I got it. Uh, well, that's on the list, too. man. I don't care. Just grab it. <laughs> just grab it. When's your just, list Just hold end? it. Uh, soon. Soon. Sooner okay. than later. So we got we got a crank. Fair enough. Um, I think we have at the library waiting for us right now are, uh, I think, Being John Malkovich. Oh, Which okay. we've seen, but I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Uh, Creed. These are on your um, list or just movies you want to watch? These are on my list. Okay. This th- th- either things I haven't seen in a long time or things I haven't seen. Sure. Yeah. Um, what else is on there that's there? Uh, say Anything, which I thought I owned, but apparently I don't own. Um, so that's on the list. Um, and there's a couple more I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, Melissa's got some, like, uh, she's got Paris, Texas. 
Ah, that's a great movie. Uh, Nine to Five. I don't know it. Dolly Parton, Lily okay. Tomlin. Okay. Um, Paris Texas is excellent. Paris Texas is excellent. Um, yeah, she's she's got a bunch on there too. We've been trying to. We watched uh, Bright Lights, Big City the other night. Sure. Which is the old eighties movie with Michael J. Fox and Kiefer Sutherland snorting coke the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It's a movie about nothing. That's great. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's great, but it's alright. No, it just sounds <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so uh, what about so when is your deadline exactly? You got, I think you got a couple I, weeks. I, well, I thought. If my memory serves, which it, it can be hazy at times, um, I believe we made this list on a date night when her mom was in town, which would have been around Valentine's Day okay. last year. You just got about a month and a half. So we got about a month. A little less than yeah, a month. Little, you got about a month. About a month. Yeah. To knock out. So what? What, what about you? Just, what if you just take the little movie, the bits of movies you haven't seen yet, push it over to the next list, add on to that. We might have Is to. Is that not how it works? Well, out? we might have to. I don't okay. know. I, we haven't talked about yeah, it. Yeah, there's there's really no end. I mean, what do you do? Like, well, fuck, we're not watching movies again. That's yeah. it. We're done. <laughs> movies no are more. done. We didn't finish the list. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cool. We haven't, we haven't right. talked about it. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, again, guys, we apologize for uh, for Danny Meringue not being on this Shit pod. Happens, uh, the, the flu is real, man. It the is flu real. is real. Even with a flu shot, you got you know, lots of washing your hands, kids. Yeah. Um, and if you have kids, you're, you're fucked. I mean, yes, you are. You are. It's a I'm the petri dishes of. Last winter was horrible for us. This winter so far has been pretty benign. Knocking on wood. It's a, it's a lot of knocking. I don't I know, know if more knocking makes it better. I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, you're just so. really working those knuckles. Yeah. So, hey yo. Um, <laughs> Shout out to the Stubborn Lovers for letting us use their music on the intro outro. You can find us on Twitter at Losers Gracious, at CW McGrath, at Volcom Pancake. You can find us on. Uh, over email at uh, the gracious, gracious Losers Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the Facebook page, uh, Gracious Losers Podcast. We are easy to find. Give us uh, a good rating, review, uh, subscribe, all that good stuff, wherever you get your podcast, which would be Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google. Um, God, that's a mouthful every week. Yeah. That is so much. That was the it's fastest good. I think I'm impressed that you remember that. Thank you. I don't. Thank you. If you told me right now to do it, I'd be like, eh, what? Do it, Casey. Yeah. Uh, I got, we got a podcast. Gracious <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Stubborn Lovers. Yes. The music. Yes. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.